In 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 25, the Shunammite woman left her dead son in the upper room she made and immediately saddled a donkey to reach out to the prophet Elijah. As soon as the servant of God saw her far off, he immediately sent Gehazi, his servant, to ask her if all was well. The woman with a dead child at home responded to Gehazi with divine confidence that all was well. Her confession of faith was strong. She refused to allow the situation weigh down her faith and confidence in God. Like Abraham in Romans chapter 4 verse 19, who considered not the deadness of his own body at 100 years of age, not the deadness of the womb of Sarah his wife, but was strong in faith because he staggered not at the promises of God through unbelief. People in time past who got their dead back to life were men and women who refused to consider the deadness of the situation but were strong in faith and their faith in God influenced their words for they believed and therefore spoke according to the spirit of faith which walked in them as written in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 13. The Shunammite woman spoke in faith, believing and trusting God that all was well even when her only son laid dead in our upper room. Observe a difference between her response to Gehazi and her actions when she met the man of God. For when she met the man of God, she caught him by the feet and expressed the pain in her soul. Oh dear people of God, if you will get the results you desire, you must develop the discipline of not speaking to the wrong people. For the first set of people you will often meet when you are going through your challenging times are most likely people who cannot help you in any way. They may weary you with many questions, with sympathy, with abundant comments and recommendations, but they just lack the spiritual capacity to provide any form of help, any form of help at all, to such people. It is well a sufficient answer to give to them. Why bother explaining? Just tell them it is well. Keep it short and simple. Keep it simple. But when the Shunammite woman met the holy man of God, she genuinely expressed her grief and then Elijah understood that her soul was vexed. So he charged his servant, Gehazi, to take his staff and return with the woman to raise her son back to life. But the Shunammite woman refused to follow Gehazi with the staff. But she held on to the man of God, refusing to follow an inferior substitute despite a desperate situation. Friends, don't let the desperation of your situation cause you to follow after men who carry physical substance without personal contact with the Most Holy God. Two things, two things the woman did that shocked me. Two things. First, she connected to the spiritual frequency of the man of God. When she used the same words 
the same words Elisha used when Elisha himself was desperate for the double portion of the Spirit of God on Elijah. For she said unto Elisha in 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 13, As the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. Are these not the exact words of Elisha in 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 2, when Elijah asked him to stay back at Gilgal? Check it for yourself. How did she know the right words? And when Elisha heard these words, he could not resist the power of those words. Because they were his words. He immediately stood and followed her. Friends, there is nothing more powerful than speaking to God from his own word. Because God can never allow his word to return to him void. According to Isaiah chapter 55 verse 11. To use God's word back to him in holiness, in purity, and in right standing with him is to get him to rise and cause a mighty army, a mighty army to rise from the dry bones in your valley. Friends, use God's word. Don't change it. Don't modify it. Don't alter it. Use it exactly as it is written in his word. Secondly, like Moses, who refused to leave until he was assured that God's presence will go with him and his people. In Exodus chapter 33 verse 15, the Shunammite woman also refused to move an inch until the prophet Elisha personally followed her back to her home. Even when God promised to release an angel to follow the people in the wilderness, Moses preferred to have the Lord lead the way and bring them himself to the promised land. Friends, the Shunammite woman had no Bible to read, no access to the Holy Spirit like we have today. Yet she understood that Gehazi was not the right person to follow. True her discernment, true to her discernment, I beg your pardon, Gehazi went ahead, laid the staff of Elisha on the child, but he returned with no tangible testimony. People of God, who are you following? Are you looking for signs? For Gehazi had the staff in his hand as a sign, as a sign of connection with the man of God. But he lacked the power to produce the wonders that followed it. He had the form of godliness, but he was denied of the power thereof. Who are you following? As we conclude this morning, dearly beloved, death is swallowed up in victory when men of strong faith stand in God's holiness to hold on to God's word to hold on to the accomplished work of Christ on Calvary with all tenacity, with all boldness, with all confidence, refusing to let him go until he rises on their behalf. I pray for you this morning in the name of Jesus. I pray that you will hold on. You will hold on in faith. You will trust him. You will stand with him in holiness. You will not let him go. You will not desire to follow angels. 
But like Moses, you will say, Father, if your presence will not go with me, I go not hence from here. Because with you is the fountain of life. And in your light, I see light. And I believe God that as you hold on to God's word, whatever is dead in your life, in your marriage, in your ministry, in your calling, in your spiritual life, in your prayer life, we come back alive. In Jesus' name, Amen. That somehow forgotten that you are faced with circumstances that you cannot get through. Right now it seems that there is no way out. 